Hello, everybody. My name is Anthony Rivera, and this is episode one of The Lens of Love. Hit the music. So hello and welcome to the first episode. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Anthony Rivera and this is my new podcast, The Lens of Love, The Lens of Love podcast. And I finally happy to get this off the ground and finally I'm here and uh, I'm, I'm excited. This is uh, today is June 7th and it is a uh, it is my birthday. So I just turned 25. I'm just joking. I just I just turned uh, I'm 34 and yeah, and so uh, I've been doing podcasts for the last eight years. Shout out to Ron Bello for for starting me off on in the podcast game about eight years ago with uh, those damn podcasters. Uh, been part of many shows such as uh, uh, Justin's Apartment. I was part of that. Uh, I had my own podcast for a little bit, but I wasn't consistent with it. So I'm hoping to to, to be more consistent with that this time. Um, it, that was called the Merce Effect. And then uh, I helped my friend Ray Hom. Shout out to Ray Hom. And I, I helped him start a podcast, Mind Erase Media Cast, Memcast. So we started that together. Uh, then I was uh, part of a show called uh, Keeping a Nerd with Vince. Vince Mustal at vmustal09. Hit them up. Um, uh, you know what? I, and I'll, I'll put all these, all these podcasts up in some of the show notes too. But um, yeah, so I wanted to start this this podcast. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, I have some notes here for my first episode. So uh, the reason I started this this uh, this podcast called the Lens of Love podcast, the Lens of Love. Uh, I just got out of a relationship. Uh, we were together for five years for that fact, and and I thought I was going to marry her, but uh, she didn't want to. And and you know, I I usually say to each his or her own. So we decided to split up amicably. And so far, it's just I've just been on this journey. I went my way, she went hers, and all of a sudden, things just started coming through to coming down to a, a personal journey on, on a quest. And I started to seek out uh, self fulfillment. Uh, I was in this this flux of discovery and recovery, and I just I just needed to get a better sense of myself and who I am. So I think some of the stuff that had come together or what I like to call kismet or uh, whatever, like some sort of serendipity moments, um, I like to tell this story. So there was uh, there was one day. So I, I have a 12-year-old son. And uh, he, when I was living in one place, there was one city I was living in. He was going to school two, about two towns over. And it would take us like 25 minutes. And so every other week he stays with me. So there was one day where we were, we, I had woken up late. I usually get up early to make his, his uh, lunch and get his lunch together. So we decide to go to Safeway. Uh, not the usual Safeway we go to down the street, but another Safeway. And because, uh, you know, my son likes breakfast burritos. So we were standing in line. 
and we're just I'm noticing this guy's energy behind the counter and he uh we he we eventually get up into the front of the line and then he asks us what do you what we want but you know it's it's uh really about my son so my son just starts ordering you know the breakfast burrito starts putting that together and then and then the guy behind the counter just starts mean he and i start chatting and we start chatting about different stuff uh such as like creative uh creative projects and and it turns out that he's a uh, aspiring filmmaker and actor and i had one of those light bulb moments where i looked at him and said i think i was supposed to meet you today which is weird because uh, I guess before that I never noticed these things, and it was just a for me it was just one of those eye opening moments. And I turned to him and I said, uh, "Because I happen to know somebody, Rayham, who produces short films or writes scripts and and is a creative." And so I took down his number, he took down mine, and then uh, we met up. Uh, uh, we met up. We we've had conversations, and we met up, and then uh, we're in the process of of getting something together. So um, it's kind of one of those things where these things were just leading to what I'm headed to. Uh, if I don't know if that makes sense, there's some sort of destination, and and I have no idea what it is yet because I'm still fresh out of getting out of this relationship. And I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. Uh, another story that kind of led me down this path was, uh, so I was on Instagram and I, uh, this particular individual who uh, will be on the show eventually, his name is Matt. It's so Matt and I, I don't know, I just reconnected. He and I went to the same school, but we didn't have the same circle of friends, uh, but I knew him for just because we were in the same school and the same organization at school. And so I just reconnected because he put on a song uh, from a rapper named Blue. And I just remember those songs from back in the day. So I said, dude, that's, that, that, thanks you, thank you for reminding me for that so- of that song because it's been a long time since I heard that song. And it turns out that he was experiencing sort of the same thing. And we get to chatting and... And uh, we reconnect and, and just having these experiences where I'm reconnecting, again, it's just o- opening me up to some more of the stuff that's been going on in my life. And uh, uh, for just immediate, just because immediately after getting out of this relationship, I, uh, I don't know, I just got depressed. I mean, of, of course, you know, but I got depressed and, and then I decided to, to do something about it. So I started going to therapy, which is... Uh, hopefully the the more healthy thing to do will hopefully more people go and realize that mental health is a thing and mental illness is a thing and seek the help that they need. So I sought the help that I need and going to a therapist on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis just helped me to kind of open myself up to these situations and, and just noticing that people were experiencing the same things. Uh, another person that reconnected, her name is Melanie. And she and I reconnected, and she was kind of going through the same exact thing that I was going through. So it was nice to just, we were, uh, I guess it's true what they say, misery loves company. But, you know, I was just starting to question everything at that point because, you know, it, it wasn't because of the breakup 
that I started noticing these things. Had these things been happening the entire time? And I was just so, I, I, was, I was a bit confused, but, you know, I just had to trust in God. And uh, that, I mean, that's my faith, that I trust in God or the universe, whichever you believe on. There, there, there's or some sort of external power or what was it, you know, what was it that it was leading me to? And, and then uh, because I started talking to people and, and um, opening myself up more and feeling more comfortable about uh, talking about the breakup and, and everything, um, I started to have conversations with, with people. Uh, real conversations or, you know, no, no, I would put away my phone. I would put away anything that I was doing. But one of these stories was, uh, I, and I hope that to get these folks on the podcast, but uh, I was sitting in a coffee shop one day and it was pretty crowded. It's a Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning. And then this, uh, this couple with two young children come in and they asked me if they were, if the, the seats were taken in front of me. And I said, uh, they are now by you, right? So, you know, that's what I do. So, they, I just, I had this, this inkling that I should just ask them about things, right? About the relationship. And what turned out, it just, this amazing 30-minute conversation about their past and how they came to be. And so, I guess th- this couple that I had talked to, they had met at Berkeley. Uh, the guy was from France and... The lady was from from around here in California, in the Bay Area, and so they uh, they they'd known each other. They were friends uh, or they were acquaintances at first, and but you know he was he was getting ready to leave, and he I think he straight up told her before he left that you know that uh, he really liked her, but you know she kind of kept him to the side a little bit because she was dating. Uh, a few other guys and then he had gone he had went back home and then he came back Uh, i believe this was uh in between their last semesters so he'd come back and then he was just on full-on pursuit mode but it wasn't anything too overbearing or or where in this whole concept of personal space and he was telling me that it was pretty horrific but you know french they don't (laughs) their, their idea of dating is very different than americans and so he just straight up put it down, and, and then he uh, professed how much he he really liked her and was really digging her. And and then she realized that she needed to push the other dudes that she was dating to the side and really explore what this relationship could be. And there were, she said, there were times when it was, um, it was, yeah, she, she said it was horrific and it was, was kind of terrifying. And, and then, but you know, it became the good kind of scary. And then. And then eventually they they were within a year. I mean, this is an exception to the rule, but within a year they were married. And and just listening to conversations like this just made me realize, man, I I really don't what I what I thought I knew about love I did not. So that and that led me to another conversation with my friend Matt. So when he and I finally met up. I I started telling him about all these these situations that had been happening to me and and just talking to people and he uh he said bro with all the all the podcast experience that you have with everything that that's happened to you uh I feel like you should share these experiences either through blog or or just just do what you do man just just put it on podcast and 
and you know, I had no intent at all to try to do another podcast. Um, I had just got done just trying to to kind of step away from it for a while. Um, and that's what happened with, uh, with Keeping a Nerd, for instance. I had to step away just because there was just so much going on with me and I just could not keep up. And uh, shout out to them. So shout out to Keeping a Nerd. But it was just, yeah, just I, I and then I just started doubting myself because there was, you know, I'd failed with the Merce effect. Um, and I just, I just didn't want to. But uh, for some reason, that conversation that day with my friend Matt, he lit a fire under my ass, and and then I, I was, we we had met up before. I had to go work, and on my way back to work, or on the way to work, in that twenty minute ride, it was just this, these thoughts just start flooding in, and it was just. Um, it was just overwhelming. And then I just wrote down a quick note at the stoplight about what this podcast could be. And all of a sudden, it, 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 it here we are. And, and then it took a while to develop. Uh, that, was, uh, that was about three months ago when I had that conversation with my friend Matt. And it took a while to develop, but I really wanted to do this right. So that's the reason why this uh this is finally coming to you now and and it was just i don't know again serendipitous i guess and it just turned out that you know i was supposed to meet my friend matt i was supposed to reconnect with my friend matt so i can get this out there i was supposed to have these conversations with people so it wasn't until maybe about mid-march or late march it was around that time when i came across this this clip on instagram of uh of jada pinkett smith but you know, he's the, the wife of Will Smith. So many, so many. Uh, I don't know, so many layers to to what this particular conversation that she was having. But she has this show called Red Table Talk, where she she discusses particular subjects, and she has this one episode with it's it's with Justin Baldoni and Wale, and then you know uh, she's there with Willow, and then her mom. And I watched that episode, and then I watched it again, and it was the, uh, it's the episode about what men really think about love. I think I was just supposed to see that that day, because I was just, I remember I, I was uh, sitting in, in, in the, okay, well, let me rewind a little bit. I was sitting on the, because I had been sleeping, uh, we, we, had, we had bought this house together, my ex and I had bought this house together. And I was sitting in in the the room I was now sleeping in, and I just saw this clip, and then I went, "Oh my gosh!" And I started, I shared it with everybody, and then found the root of it. I was like, "Where was the? Where's what's the source of this?" And I watched it. I watched the episode. So Red Table Talk. It's a Facebook show. Facebook. I think it's Facebook Live or Facebook Watch. Uh, Red Table Talk. It's with Justin Baldoni and Wale. Like I said, the more I watched it, it's just the more I just had this feeling like. I could totally do something like this. I mean, I don't, I may not have the clout that she has to get uh, people like Wale and Justin Baldoni on, but you know, if I, I figure if I'm experiencing these and if I have thoughts like these, then there are other people out there that probably have thoughts like this. And I wrote, I ended up watching it probably for the sixth or seventh time, and that's when I ended up just taking notes. It's a it's a twenty minute episode. But some of the notes I have here in, in front of me, uh, one of the things she, she says immediately 
and, and one of the things that spoke to me the loudest, and I'm, I'm glad Jada Pinkett Smith just started out with this, but she says, we think we know how to love when we come into relationships. Uh, we think we know how to love them and, and we think they know how to love us. And that's just so many, that's so much pressure on the other person. And, there's, and then again, there's so much pressure on you when you have no basis or foundation and that was, this was a little bit of the commentary that I, I had been writing. Let's see, some of my other notes says, so let me deal with the things that I messed up with because it's, uh, I, I think everybody experiences trauma to some degree uh, when it comes to love and relationships. And, and you know, in, in some way, a, a lot of what she said just applies to like, any relationships that you may have, like f- friendships, uh, uh, familial, you know, intimate relationships. But the 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 one thing within that that first few minutes, uh, Jada Pinkett says that I, Jada Pinkett Smith, I have to find all the peace, love, and joy within my heart to bring to the table first before I can give that to somebody else. We have again, like I was saying, that we have all these these traumas and past experiences and. And when we get into relationships, we expect the other person to fix them. Uh, after watching, a, 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 okay, here here is one quote. She says, "I need you to be this thing for me, so I don't feel a certain way." And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put so much pressure on you, and find really sneaky ways to manipulate you so that you will always be the thing that I need you to be, so that I'm happy. So, just in that brief quote she says so much about what we kind of do as people in relationships nowadays especially here in the the western world in america i just feel like that's that's kind of what it's been like lately especially with with things they go on to talk about you know instant gratification and there's uh we don't have any type of conflict which is kind of true with the advent of dating apps and how fast the world moves and and we're we're kind of like a binge society now because netflix and amazon and all, all these streaming services we can't there's no patience i feel like there's no patience and there's no communication anymore and it just seems like with uh when one thing happens say for instance i meet up with a girl on a on one of the apps like pick your poison tinder bumble whatever match and uh, I like this person, I like this girl, and any sign of conflict, I'm going to go, nah, I'm cool, man. I'm, and then two days later, I find somebody else on the app, and I'm, I'm kicking it with her. Or it's vice versa. Like Things like that happen all the time, and it, it just seems like things, are, things of that nature are happening more and more often than not. This, uh, I encourage everybody to, to take a look. Uh, let me read through some of my notes. Um, let's see. People have to stick it out and have a real relationship. Uh, Justin Baldoni says, so, so f- for instance, there are two people. Two people have this 25 bags of shit each. right? And then I, I, I will warn that this, uh, this podcast is like PG-13. Right? So, uh, and you put it in the front yard, and that's the foundation so that your relationship can grow. And so you, you may not be ready. I may not be ready. And... The other person may not be ready, but if you're willing and you're willing to put in the effort and you're willing to just show your flaws and your insecurities and and have that basis of communication and what I'm finding now is just having a basis of friendship 
and having that as as what you need to build your relationship on and and knowing that regardless you have each other's back so so Justin Baldoni is, is right. He's, he says, you know, we all have our bags. We have our, all our luggage. Let's build on top of that. And looking back on all my past relationships, from my baby mama to my most, my most recent one, I realized that I rushed into these relationships and I didn't build on those foundations. And, you know, I was, I was building it on like really soft mud when I should have been working to build cement in these relationships. Which is one of the other reasons where I, I translated into for the next person, even for myself, I got to take time for myself. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a period of healing, you know, a period of, of really discovering who I am and what I want, what I want to do and, and what I'm trying to achieve. And there are tons of books out there. One of which is I will review on an, on an episode at some point, but Jenna Birch's The Love Gap, which is released, I believe, two years ago or last year. She discusses the whole idea, the whole thoughts about how we, you know, we have separate timelines, like us as guys and, and, and women have separate timelines and we need to meet what they call Maslow's hierarchy of needs first, where guys generally think in a linear fashion and women think in a, in a web-like fashion where they can, they can intertwine different stages of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So the bottom part, physiological needs, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction, right? Safety, personal security, employment, resources, health and property, love and belonging. Uh, th- this is from a site called Simple, Simply Psychology. Uh, your, your, th- your third tier of, your, of the pyramid is love and belonging, friendship, intimacy, family, sense of connection, and then esteem. So esteem is the part where, where most guys are trying to achieve before they feel like they can get into a relationship. Whereas as, uh, most women, and then this isn't a generalization. She, if you get a chance to read The Love Gap by Jenna Birch, she provides a ton of evidence for this where women think in a web as opposed to guys we need to we have a stepladder format in which we need to prov- uh, we need to follow a linear format. So esteem, you know, respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength and freedom and then self-actualization, so desire to become the most that one can be. So there's a there's a point at which guys feel like they need to be between these two, esteem and self-actualization, in order for you guys to be in a re- be ready for a relationship and and not feel intimidated or not feel like they're not good enough for for the woman or or uh, that's the stage at which she says that most guys are ready to find what she says the the end goal. I will uh, reread that book and provide some notes for you for one of the episodes when I do another one of these solo episodes, but. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the um, the the whole thing with where, like when guys feel like they're ready for a relationship. And uh, to me, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm on the bottom tier, like physiological needs, safety needs, and love and belonging. Don't get me wrong, I I have uh, a, a good strength, strong core of friends, which is great. I have my son and a lot of the stuff that I've been learning, I've kind of been imparting on him, which is. Kind of cool to see the interactions 
uh, and, and experience some of the interactions that I have with him. And it feels like he and I are kind of learning about this at the same time. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to another another one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast because I feel like no matter what stage you are at life or where you're at in terms of relationships, and like I said, you could apply a lot of hopefully what we explore on this show to not just intimate relationships but your friendships and and your familiar relationships. So here we are. So. Yeah, it just kind of led to this exact moment where I'm finally releasing this podcast. So this is one of the things I wanted to end with is this is uh, this is different than any of the other podcasts I've done. I'm going to get a chance to display my vulnerability, which I haven't done before, which is scary. And I'm so happy to, to take you guys on the journey for that. Uh, this is one of the first podcasts that I really wanted to establish some rules. And uh, I mean, you know, they're more like guidelines, but I wanted to establish some rules. So you'll hear in some of the episodes where, well, a lot of the episodes, I go into detail uh, about um, some of the rules that I discuss. So one is always gratitude. And two, I, my rules are try not, trying not to get too wooey or too out there or too, too, you know, like over-preachy or anything. But um, what, I, what I've been saying in my interviews with people is say things here with love and compassion. It's okay to be vulnerable. Be free with your expression, but be honest. One of the things that I had to rein in was, was not rant and not ramble on and on even though I probably did here. But I, I hope to provide you guys some content just because this is a personal journey for me. I want to take you on this personal journey. There may be some things that you disagree with or you agree with or some things that you may want to expand upon. So don't be afraid to email me. I have an email set up, thelensoflovepod at gmail.com. And then I have... Um, my social media. So set up an Instagram, uh, which is kind of scary, right? Because I barely use my Instagram as is. So my the Instagram is the Lens of Love podcast. So hit, hit me up. You can direct message me there and I will post uh, episode updates there. And then the uh, uh, for Twitter, it's the Lens of Love on, on, on the Twitter. And then, yeah, like I said, email me the Lens of Love pod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you guys for listening to my episode, my first episode here. It's very hard to do these solo episodes. I hope I'm not too rough with it. I hope I inspired some thinking. And I'm so excited to be on this journey. And I'm so excited to take you guys along. Take take everybody along. And I think that's it. And I think that's, that's how I'm going to end m- my first episode here. So I'm going to end it here. And I hope with this podcast i hope you and i will take the time and will examine love much closer through the lens of love